Welcome back to the Ultimate Pocket Therapist. We are a mother and daughter team of Shannon and Brooke, wanting to educate, entertain, and enlighten all of you to mental health. Why is your hand up in the air? Because I can't look at you when I do that. Oh. <laughs> You're blocking me? You yeah. haven't even started. You're blocking me? Yeah. <laughs> you smile at me. You're waiting for me to oh, screw up. <laughs> I am. But you did well. I did. That's because yeah. I blocked you. I put oh. my hand up so I couldn't <laughs> see your face. We need a screen between us. I do. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> that would actually be fantastic. You're mean. anyway we're back and before we get started we will um, go over the disclaimer i am not your therapist and this is not a therapy session and if anything we ever talk about brings up anything triggers stuff that you might need to deal with we encourage you to do so and there's many resources for counseling in your area in fact we will share a resource and our sponsor This podcast is being sponsored by BetterHelp. Like we have mentioned in each of our podcasts, if anything we talk about triggers or brings up any issues, don't hesitate to seek counseling. Everyone has struggles, and therapy does not need to be scary. Everyone deserves to be happy, and you don't need to worry about finding a therapist near you. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are your greatest asset. And as a special offer to Ultimate Pocket Therapist listeners, you can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash uptherapist. That's betterhelp.com slash uptherapist. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast. So what's up? What's up? What's up? (laughs) I'm not going to look at you either. (laughs) (laughs) So the last couple of episodes, we've talked about trauma kind of leading up, even when Dana was here as a guest speaker. And we've kind of also talked, even in the stories last episode, about the negative impact on our body with trauma. Mm-hmm. And so I thought we would actually do an episode on what happens to our body when we store emotions. Deep. Well, yeah. So deep. I know. Look at us go into <laughs> these really deep subjects. Wow. <laughs> oh, so what we know is everything we go through in life from like the minute we're born to right now sitting up here with you laughing at me. I'm just sitting here. Oh, of course. Okay. Everything we go through in life, we either store it in our subconscious or we get it out. Okay? Okay. And so from the subconscious, if we don't deal with it, it can go into our bodies. Okay. All right. So we can't separate out our body. We're all one body. We can't separate out 
our physical, our emotional, our spiritual, we're just all one body. So we store and store and store, and it has nowhere to go but into our bodies. Okay. Okay. And there's a paragraph I found that I'm actually just going to read the paragraph because I really liked it. It's from an article from Enlightened Solutions. And I'll just read it. The healing process requires that we get to know ourselves inside and out. As we learn more about ourselves and how we manage our mental and emotional health, it is helpful to understand how our minds process our thoughts and emotions. We think an average of 60,000 thoughts a day, with 95% of them being governed by our subconscious mind. Our subconscious is where we store all our emotional information and memory, such as the emotions we associate with our traumas and hurts, our fears, anxieties, and insecurities, our mistakes, wrongs, and regrets. Because our subconscious mind directs the vast majority of our thinking, We often think, feel, and act based on our emotions. Until we learn how to heal the pains stored in the subconscious mind, we often find ourselves responding to life with the energy of that pain. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, everything that we have not gotten out and dealt with and let go of is still stored. Okay. Okay. And this negative emotion that's stored inside is the ones that tend to cause the problem. Okay. Okay. So if you think about it, we don't have a problem with positive emotion. Right. Yeah. We just enjoy it. Yeah. Well, it makes us feel good. Right. It does nothing but uplift us. Right. Right. So that kind of stored emotion isn't impacting our health. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, in fact, it's probably helping. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So we just have to understand that any of this unresolved pain um, transfers into physical stuff. Okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's, um, there's a really interesting book that's been around forever. And it's called um, Feelings Buried Alive Never Die. And it's by Carol Kuhn Truman. And in that book, there's a paragraph in the beginning of that book that I really like, and I often read it to my clients. Okay. Okay. According to health editor Amicropodus, it is estimated that 90% of all physical ailments that can befall the body have psychological roots. That may sound like a gross exaggeration, but in fact, it's probably a conservative estimate. A growing body of evidence indicates that Virtually everything from acne to arthritis, cold sores to cancer, headaches to heart disease is influenced for better or worse by our emotions. Wow. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crazy, isn't it? Yeah, it's real crazy. I don't think people realize how much of the physical things that they may be going through actually have psychological roots. Yeah. Well, you, you wouldn't. That's the thing. People don't realize how connected our bodies are. Right. And I even forget that sometimes because mm-hmm. why would something that makes you feel guilty or not feel good up in your brain, why in the heck does that have anything to do with your hip or your knee or your back? Like why? I think people don't realize that we are freakishly connected. Oh, yeah. <laughs> every, yeah. every From head to toe, we are connected. Oh, yeah. Yep. 
And there's, there's that, you know, we've often, oh, we hold stress here, hold stress, but I think it can even be deeper mm-hmm. than that. I mean, we kind of get that, oh, tension, headache, mm-hmm. we hear that yeah, or, you know, something. But, um, also there's this part of having a genetic predisposition. Okay. Yes. Okay. So we're all born with predispositions. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're born with a predisposition, predisposition for your height, your hair color, your eye color. We're also born with predispositions for what kind of illnesses we might get. Airplane. Mm-hmm. Can you hear that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh. um, based on our family history. So a genetic predisposition is the increased chance of developing a particular disease. Yeah, I think, okay. I think that's a something people get. Like, we always blame our parents for stuff. You know, like, yeah. back to episode one and throughout this entire podcast, we blame Paul, my father, for all of my issues. All of them. All of them. Right. Correct. Mm-hmm. And he is guilty of that. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. It is his fault. Yeah. And he can't defend himself right now. No. So, no, yeah. he's gone. He can't say a word about it. Yeah, he no. screwed me up completely. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so these predispositions... And no, he's not gone. He's he's not gone, gone. He's out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> he's not listening. Yeah. He's not listening at this current moment. I just don't want he, people he to be like, what no. the hell happened? What happened to him? <laughs> no, he's not gone, gone. He's just uh, not in the same location. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, you know, researchers have linked, you know, all kinds of stuff, and even including mental illness as a because that's a physical problem and mm-hmm. oftentimes with depression and anxiety back to family history okay okay and you know as a joke the first time i got breast cancer i named it norma okay, okay. After, <laughs> okay. after my beloved grandmother yes <laughs> <laughs> because cancer runs in family and so what happens if we store and we store and we store it basically goes into our bodies based often upon these family predispositions. So basically is if you if you store and your body is going to have to do something with it. Do something with right. it. So a predisposition will then like so for me for instance mm-hmm. our predisposition thanks to Paul also yeah, and his side of the family yeah, is celiac. Him. Right. And so for me like if I was to stuff and stuff and stuff and stuff issue and I was going to develop celiac like a yeah a a medical illness Uh it would come out as celiac Mm -hmm. because I have a predisposition for celiac that could happen yes for somebody else it could be Crohn's disease or Or, you know or something or ulcers ulcers or right okay yeah interesting Mm -hmm. or heart disease heart disease okay Uh so yeah basically I mean um obesity okay diabetes even addictions Okay. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So there's that part too. That doesn't always happen, but, um, external fam, external reasons is why family members may develop some diseases and others don't is the external. And that's the stuff that we store. We don't deal with the stuff outside our internal that is impacting us. Interesting. Uh So what we do with that is huge, Mm -hmm. you know, so it's so important to, realize that we have to get negative emotion out because the chances are of it having an impact on our body is huge. Okay. And that's not always the 
cause of why you develop. No, there's like, things like accidents. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's yeah, things there's like accidents or there's things like yeah. you're just going to be celiac because. Yeah. 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 You can be your own, your own animal and have nothing to do with family and have something. Mm-hmm. But predispositions can play a part of it. It's just something to be aware of. Yeah. Really interesting. Mm-hmm. It can kick it in. The more we store, it can kick in a family predisposition. Ugh predisposition that one that word is really hard for you today i got it i said it though though. yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) so it kind of goes back to looking at why do we store emotion how come we do that because we're told that we're never allowed to ever (laughs) show an emotion as a child that's actually kind of true. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's Whereas just, an adult, like we're yeah. not allowed to openly have temper tantrums. Right. <laughs> well, you know, I always tell people kids are not given avenues to get out negative emotion. They're told to stop it. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's true. Knock it off. Mm-hmm. Don't act that way. Kids show emotion through behavior. Yeah. And because they're not sophisticated enough to talk about it. We've and they have about that before. All the emotions. Uh-huh. Every yeah. emotion. Mm-hmm. And they don't get it out. Yeah. Yeah. And so this can really start when we're little. Okay. Because we just don't grow up in a society that we're allowed to get negative emotions out. And kids aren't taught ways to get them out appropriately. They're just told to knock it off. Yeah. Uh-huh. To just shove shove it down in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And act normal. Right. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, our our society, teachers, parents, you know, grandparents all kind of reinforce that we don't allow negative emotion out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it really does start when we're little. Okay. You know, I believe that's yeah. one of the places is because we're not taught to get it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think too, I, you know, along with that, even as adults, we don't allow ourselves oh, yeah. to get negative emotions out either. Right. You know, we, how, how many times do you just need a good cry, uh-huh. but you just don't do it? Right. Because yeah. it's not normal. It's not okay. Yeah, it's yeah. not okay to do it. And I think so we do it to our kids and we also do it to ourselves. Right. Well, you know, yeah, that social conditioning is huge. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I've always worked with my clients on finding ways to get out negative emotion. And years ago, I was watching the news one morning and they were talking about this new concept and it was called an anger room and it was in New York City and it was a room in one of the high rises that a company had taken and turned into an anger room and they allowed their employees to have a break and schedule time and go in this anger room. And they showed it and it was great. There were dishes you could break and they had the people kind of dress up with some like goggles and stuff, you know, Mm -hmm. so they didn't get hurt and they could go in there and just raise hell. (laughs) And I remember thinking, oh, that's awesome. That is the neatest thing. I wish I would have thought of it. Right. Yeah. And now we see them everywhere. Yeah. Uh Yeah. There's, there's one, um, nearby I don't know exactly where it is or what it's called but you basically give them five bucks and uh-huh. you get to go and smash the shit out of things uh, yeah yeah I think it's awesome mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. I've actually in the past um had clients schedule times to do that 
and they've come here and gone in my indoor arena, which is huge and enclosed. And we have all these props in there that we use for equine therapy. And we put them all out in the arena and nothing can break. We don't have glass and stuff, but we have stuff that people can hit and throw and carry on. Oh, yeah. You got it all. Mm -hmm. And just actually schedule a time to just get it out because they can feel it building Mm -hmm. and building and building, but they don't have a way. And they will say, you know, I just feel like I just want to let it go and just have this basic temper tantrum yeah you know and i'm i encourage that i think it's really good yeah yeah i think everybody probably needs one every once in a while (laughs) yeah so with negative emotion another kind of fun thing with that is um mapping where it goes in your body okay yeah you know and there's that book i was referring to earlier feelings Buried Alive, Never Die. Mm-hmm. Okay, actually in the back of that book, there are all kinds of physical ailments or problems listed and then the emotions associated with them. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then also when I was just, there's another gal, um, Louise Hay, when I was kind of looking through this, and she has a whole list that you can look at and find on um, on the internet about the physical um, ailments that you have and the emotions associated with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. So we can maybe put a link. Well, I think it'd be kind of fun. I mean, we're, we're doing good on time. Maybe read a couple of these. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's go with what her, her first part is then. So mapping the emotions. Um, this is her, by, by Louise Hay. Uh, And her book is called You Can Heal Your Life, is what it is. Okay. The left side of your body um, functions for your brain's hemisphere with your yin. It responds to stimulus from your environment. It holds experiences, including past, your emotional self, your memories, and emotional joy or pain. The right side of your body organizes and moves you forward into the future it governs how you interact with the world. That is your yang energy. Um, when you're experiencing problems on your right side, you may feel stuck or hampered in moving forward. You may be experiencing unwanted change that is causing fear or reluctance. Your front side reveals your social or public self, hmm. the part of you that the world sees. It reflects those aspects of yourself that are active ingredients in your day-to-day living. It includes communication, desire, caring, loving, happiness, sadness. These show in your face, posture, and body language. The backside reflects your private and unconscious elements of your life. This side becomes the storehouse for everything you don't want to deal with (laughs) and don't want other people to see. Hidden or unexpressed feelings become frozen into the structure of your body. That means a lot of negative emotions become stored along your spine. And in the back of your legs, most of your powerful emotions, such as anger and fear, are stored in your back. Interesting. Yeah. So she has this whole thing, and there's a lot of that that you can find on just actually mapping mm-hmm. what is going on. And that's what I was talking about with the um, with the whole idea of that looking at the physical stuff, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. 
So there's, like I said, she has pages of it and there's several other things that you can find. But it's really interesting because if you look at what's going on, like I said, almost 90% of everything going on with us has a psychological cause. Interesting. Yeah. So you have another um, handout over there that has uh, goes into more in depth of actual diseases and what emotions could be helping those diseases come out. Yeah. And um, you had you had mentioned earlier that you had named your first uh, bout with cancer uh, Norma after your mother. Right. And so you should you should read to them what this handout says for cancer. Oh. Okay, cancer, let me find Okay, here it is. Cancer, deep hurt, long-standing resentment, deep secret or grief eating away at you, carrying hatreds. <laughs> that was a lifetime with Norma. That was a lifetime with, <laughs> with <your mother>. Norma. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's a, I mean, I have a client right now that is just plagued with migraines. Let me see if I can find mine grades on here because this, this stuff is always fun. Yeah, they are. I have, I like them. yeah, I have a good time with clients looking up stuff when they have ailments. Mm-hmm. We'll grab out that book and look at it. Let's see, migraine, migraine headaches, dislike of being driven, resisting the flow of life, sexual fears. Interesting. Mm-hmm. What about celiac? Let me see if we. I do. I do have celiac. Yes, you do. It was brought on by my mother. No, it was not. Oh. We've already talked about this. <laughs> I, it's not on here. It isn't? Mm-mm. That's because it's it doesn't count. It does count. <laughs> but I don't see it on her list. My back pain was caused by you, though. No, it was caused by your horses. But you got me into horses. Well, this is true. So you caused my back pain. Deep-rooted right. back pain. Deep-rooted back pain from being thrown off horses. No, from my times. mother. Okay. C- catch up. Catch up. So getting off this subject, <laughs> since you're beating up the mother. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about appropriate ways to get negative emotion out so we don't store it. Okay. Okay. So we're looking at what happens when we store it, but how do we get rid of it? Any ideas? The anger room was one. We just yeah. talked about that. Just punch some appropriate mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. Um, I know exercise. Like a lot of people have talked about like going and just doing a huge cardio session or whatever right. really to release it. And why that is so effective is because there is a huge connection between negative emotion and physical. Mm -hmm. So what we know is that when people feel negative emotion, it's kind of like, what do you want to do when you're angry? What do people want to do? They may not do it, but what do they want to do when they're angry? Hit or stomp or do something physically. Yeah. Yeah. Or, um, you know, hit something like a wall. Mm -hmm. I don't know how many times I hear stories of a um, a hole in a wall mm-hmm. because somebody got mad or a door broken, mm-hmm. something off a hinge. Okay. So we really do want to do something. And what we have to realize is negative emotion isn't a problem. It's what we do with it. Yeah. Okay. So finding appropriate ways to channel it is huge. And we've talked about that in the past about, we don't want to, um, store it. We want to get it out, but we have to get it out appropriately. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're right. Exercise is really good because there's that physical connection, the anger room, mm-hmm. you know, beating the shit out of something. I think every family should have a punching bag. We've talked about that before, Yeah. you know, of ways to get it out and, um, journaling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And talking to someone safe, that's been something we've talked about. Finding a safe person's huge. Yeah. I'm, I'm not big into meditation, but I, I know mm-hmm. that that is a common way for people to release a lot of tensions. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah. With that, maybe like yoga. Right. Yoga's really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I also think there's a place for um, just releasing it in your body like we've talked about before with just, um, like cranial massage, acupuncture, oh yeah, you know, Reiki, mm-hmm. things like that that really help release it in the body too. Yeah. Yeah. So I think what we have to be aware of is what do we do with this negative emotion? Mm-hmm. Okay. Really paying attention to, are we getting it out or are we stuffing it? Yeah. Cause if we stuff it, we are sitting ducks. Yeah. Because it's got to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. It's either going to go out in our, you know, way we respond to stuff and, you know, project it onto other people, what's stored inside. It's going to go into our bodies. It's mm-hmm. going to go somewhere. Yeah. It's not just going to sit there. And one of the things that we have to realize is we carry this, what we call emotional baggage, mm-hmm. you know, from childhood forward, mm-hmm. you know, and we hear that. Often we carry all the baggage from like our childhood into our adult life, or we carry baggage from our first marriage into our second marriage. But if we don't get that baggage out, it's not going to go away. It doesn't just go away by its own self. Yeah. Yeah. We got to work on it. Definitely. Mm -hmm. And starting teaching our kids that when they're little, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Because I mean, yes, in public, it's not acceptable to have a temper tantrum, Mm -hmm. but you also need to make sure that they do have ways to get it out right appropriately appropriately Mm -hmm. it's like us we can't get when we're pissed off and we're mad at our bosses we can't go and punch a wall right by them not unless you want to get your ass fired (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) whoops there went that job (laughs) yeah Yeah, there's there's private yes times Mm -hmm. for this stuff right but it's important to still get it out Mm -hmm. because if not then we just stored it yeah yep so Okay, we'll go get all your shit out, B. Okay, well, you're the one that screwed my back up and gave me celiac. <laughs> <laughs> Still your father. Mm-mm. Yep. All yeah. right. Well, I think that kind of wraps up our uh, storing emotions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got it. Got okay, it. Okay, we're going to go get him out. Okay. All right. Well, we'll catch you all next time. <laughs>